Greetings, everyone. This is Morning Eggnog. My name is James Hunt. With me is I, Caleb. Good morning, everybody. I think I need a drink of water. <coughs> this is a great start to a podcast. <laughs> you want to restart? <laughs> um, so today is Friday. I'm just ignoring that. Today is Friday instead of Thursday because uh, I didn't get enough sleep uh, Wednesday night. Yep. Not to not to put anything, but it is Friday the thirteenth. Yep, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Who knows what's gonna happen? Woot woot! Oh well, uh, here comes the train. The the problem. Final <laughs> destination. Here we go. Oh no, guys! I'm having a premonition. Have you ever heard the fact that, like, if a building is over thirteen stories, the oftentimes the thirteenth floor is empty? I don't know if that is in America. I think it's in other cultures. Okay. But you might be right, and it might be in America, too. But I have heard that as well. It's I a, thought it was in, in China. I don't know. I just heard it, like, many years ago, and I thought that was an interesting fact, and it stuck in my head. It is a very interesting fact. The band Black Sabbath released its debut album on Friday, February 13th. 1927. 70, but yes. <laughs> Bad things can happen. Yeah, this is all a bunch of... No, seriously. Okay, CNN. Wait, who is this? What? At CNN. This is. Those are terrible facts. Yeah, that's CNN. Of course they're dumb facts. Wait, did I say that out loud? If it was Fox, it would be so much better, right? Yeah, Fox is so much better. <laughs> Fox definitely isn't cringy at all. Oh, gosh. Well, avoiding the news, let's go to Italy, where the news is always better. <laughs> Sorry, Spain. Not recently. Spain, my bad, Spain. Italy's news has not been very good recently. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Whose news hasn't been crappy? Yeah, you know. News Anyways. networks just need to die. Uh, Fake news. We just don't need news at all. Let's just go back to the dark ages of not understanding the world. I think the problem with that would be, you know, murder and crime would go way up. Not if we all had guns. Anyways, November 11th, a carved figure in the facade of the Spanish building is going viral in a social media after an apparent botch restoration left the figurine, the figure's face, unrecognizable. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bob. Yeah? Do you want to do a carving? Sure. Except they're Italian. Spanish? <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I'm really bad about Spanish. <laughs> hey, Bob. <laughs> hey, Bob. <laughs> the carving, which adorned an early 20th century building in Palencia. 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 Sure. I'm just making stuff up. Formerly featured a woman smiling next to some livestock, but a recent restoration effort left the woman's face severely deformed. The result of the restoration has drawn comparisons <laughs> to the botch uh, Monkey Christ. <laughs> Frisco restoration in the town of Borgia, as well as comparisons to the faces of a Tuscan Raider from Star Wars and U.S. President Donald Trump. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, you can see it there. Actually, yeah. What is that? <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> that's actually. Oh, that is great. That is. um. Just look up statue uh, restoration pictures. <sighs> Oh my gosh. Before and after photos of it's the like restoration f- went viral yeah. after being shared on Facebook by artist Antonio Guzman Chapel. Oh my goodness. 
It looks like the head of a cartoon character, Chapel wrote. It's like a beautifully eloquent body with, you know, they have, what is it? Is it a goat? It's a sheep. Of They have a goat. sheep, and the sheep's face is very detailed, and then the, the robes are flowing. Yeah. And it's, then the face looks like a Simpsons cartoon. It, it looks like, <laughs> I mean, the lips, it looks like they're making duck lips. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> so it There's does. a thumbnail. Uh, oh. Oh. So, <laughs> uh, the botch job comes after owner of a painting called The Immaculate Conception of Las Venerabilias by... <sighs> he paid by money somebody. For, yeah. Caleb and I are really good at reading. He paid one something to have a furniture restoration clean the painting. Wait, What? I think I skipped too far ahead and got into weird areas. <laughs> um, yeah, anyways. Anyways, so if you're going to get your statue restorated, make sure you have a master uh, stonesmith. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to get... It's. Have you ever seen the marble? It's a thing that's been shared around forever. It's imagine making marble look soft. No. Hang on. The only thing I can think of is he went on Instagram and searched for an artist, <laughs> stone artist. Ooh, he's cheap. Let's go with him. <laughs> he he only wants four dollars. That doesn't make sense. There, this one. Yeah, that is. It's insane. It looks soft. It's ridiculous. I don't know. People, artists are amazing. What the cuss in the heck, bro? That's that's the um that's the David. Mm, that's the David. Yeah, the David. The naked dude. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so from, anyway. So from that train wreck of reading names to this train wreck of reading names, five bizarre accidents that people survived against all odds. A stick through the brain. Getting impaled through the brain is usually, you know, a deadly because the brain controls all sorts of things we don't think about. You know, breathing, heartbeat, blood pressure, for one. Yet in 1848, railroad worker Phineas Gage survived getting impaled by a three-foot, five, 13-pound rod he was using to pack a hole with explosives. Could what you, <laughs> happened? <laughs> They're like, all right, so there's some dynamite. Put it in the little hole. Let me smack it. The 13th <laughs> three-foot pole. Ting, ting, ting. As the 25-year-old turned to greet co-workers, an explosion in the hole shot oh, a heavy rod <laughs> through Gage's jaw, brain, and skull. Oh. Like this. Oh no, I'm scared of this. Oh, what are we watching? Oh no, it's just oh, it's just the skeleton. It doesn't matter. This still looks so painful. Like a javelin, the rod landed several <laughs> yards away. Unlike the javelin, it was carrying a bit of brain with it. Gage lived for another twelve years, saddled with a drooping eyelid, weird seizures, and dramatic emotional and cognitive problems. <laughs> he remains a subject of medical fascination to this day. I, that's the most famous one. He looks relatively normal for having got shot through the head with a rod. He's holding his rod. I love he's holding his rod. This is my rod. <laughs> you had to rephrase that different. Case. This is my pole. <laughs> got this is my stick. It doesn't matter how you say it. It doesn't sound this good. This is the rod that impaled my head. Wait, no, that's worse. Forced through a small hole. 
moving at a high rate of speed through a hole that's fair that that's far smaller smaller than your body. I had a stroke. Can result in stripping skin, dislocated joints, broken bones, and crushed or punctured organs. That's what happened <laughs> to welder Matthew Lowe in 2008 when his overalls got caught in a factory machine, oh, which no. is the scariest thing in the world. My hand got caught in a conveyor belt, and I didn't like that at all. Now I have a phobia of conveyor belts. <laughs> <laughs> that transports metal parts. I'm serious. Like Every time I'm at the grocery store and the people at the grocery store like grab something really close to the edge of the conveyor belt, I get a little squeamish. <laughs> I know, it's a silly thing. I know what to get you for your birthday. You're going to get me a conveyor belt? I'm going to get you a conveyor belt or How a belt a sander. Belt sanders are not that scary. You can't keep your hands near them. Conveyor belts, you have to put your hands there. Anyways. <laughs> this, oh, I don't like this. He felt his skin rip and heard his arm snap as the mechanism yanked him through a five-inch opening. What? Dragging him along the conveyor, the machine spat him out screaming from the other end with a broken back, pelvis, hips, ribs, and a ruptured stomach and bowels. Six operations and many metal pins later, the 25-year-old Lowe was back to work at the factory hoping to get off the factory floor by training as a supervisor. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what indeed? <laughs> hey guys, I'm back. <laughs> this one I thought uh, there's another one called falling on onto an air hose, and if you look up falling onto anything on Google, you get some weird results. Like people fall on their with their butt on so much. Okay, there's if you ask a good doctor, so how much stuff have you had to remove from people's butts? I don't there's a large amount. There's that's a question I hope I never have to ask a doctor. I would love to ask a doctor. Hey doctors out there, how much stuff have you had to remove from someone's butt? <laughs> Caught in an up up updraft. When thirty five year old when a thirty five year old paraglider went for a practice glide in two thousand seven, as a storm clouds gathered above her, the result was an unscheduled flight well, across no the crap. Australian countryside. Oh gross. <laughs> In little more than clothes that she was wearing. High winds whisked her up 70 feet per second to just over 30,000 feet above the ground and pushed her frozen and bruised by hail, (laughs) reportedly the size of tennis balls, for some 40 miles from where she started. She fell unconscious during the flight, but 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 came to after... Came to after. They didn't put a comma, so I got confused. But came to after a while and steered herself out of the sky into a farm. Her main injuries ended in, the her main injury? Frostbite. Um you real okay, so those who don't know, storms have wicked up and down drafts. Absolutely it's like, wicked. You know, swimming up and in down the ocean drafts. depending on the day, it has it can pull you out. That's why tornadoes are made, people. Those are wicked and terrible up and down drafts that happen to get mixed up together in a fight. And then it turns into a lunar. I'm pretty sure cartoon. that's what it is. But anyway, it sounds good. I like it. Um, but seriously, uh, I was actually. He was eight back when he was seven years old. His mama told him, 
Uh, actually, no. I did a test for a drone, a commercial drone license. And in that, I had to study weather patterns and all these different stupid things that have nothing to do with drones. It's like going to school when you're like, you're like, I'm going to go be a computer programmer. And they're like, all right, you're going to do rudimentary math. Um, basically, what they and do English. is they teach you what it is to be an actual pilot. Which is a lot different than flying a plane. So you actually have to understand the pilot lingo about weather. So instead of saying something like, it's 70 degrees outside with a possible chance of rain later at such and such a time. They, Literally everybody understands that. They give you an entire America. paragraph with random things in it that are supposed to make sense. It's a it's a filing cabinet on the down carpet with, with the with the back scratcher is going to be a little bit over the seven foot tall mark. It's ridiculous. I, I think when I looked it up, they were like, we want you to understand what pilots have to go through. And I'm going... I don't, why, though? Why? What is the point? That you understand that real pilots have a lot harder time of getting things, getting a license? I understand that. I mean, they should have a lot harder time because they're flying people around. Well, yeah, and they're also flying a human death machine that if it falls out of the sky, it could kill somebody. If my now, drone falls out of the sky, it might kill somebody, but the chances are much smaller. <laughs> and it can only kill probably one person. One person. Yeah. So, fun fact: there is a film that Elvis the Alien covered. He's, uh, it's called Drone, I believe, and it's about a killer drone. Uh, a guy who's in love with this woman uh, dies and then moves his soul somehow into this drone and then flies around and like is a creep and also kills people. Is it's pretty. Like, it's really dumb. It's real. It's a real movie. It's oh, really. This is stupid. a real movie. This, this isn't is, like a YouTube special. No, no, no. This is a real movie that a guy made a review about. And I watched the review. Hmm. He said this is one of the worst uh, movies I've ever seen. <laughs> it's basically the peeping tom death machine. So Caleb has another topic for us. Continue, Caleb. Um, I want first off. I want to apologize to all people. I'm sorry. So um, here on Morning Eggnog, we do have a very special topic that we talk about almost every week. Almost every week. And it has to do with flatulence or uh, mostly Passing gas. Passing gas. Um, air This will be, this is probably our 40th time talking about farts. Um, yeah, I blame my wife. She found this um, because there is an animal. Oh, no. That life depends on being able to uh, release air from its backside. I'm trying to think of ways to say that that's sounds... A pretty, that's a pretty good a good one. All right. So, the manatee. Manatee. Oh, Barbara. Manatee. 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 I got to start from the other one because it, it's a continuation. Dirt bags. <laughs> All right. Number one. So we're actually going to start not with manatees, but with fish. For one fish, fish, passing gas is in an emergency. I love the picture of the fish. <laughs> oh, this great. is why you're the thumbnail killed. <laughs> this is why I'm the thumbnail. You are the thumbnail. You are the thumbnail. Why did they decide to call it a thumbnail? Well, I don't know. They're not shaped anything like thumbnails. 
while you're reading Maybe the story. Maybe the size of a thumbnail. Look up. Look up. Shut up. Read the thing. Fine. The diet of the bolson puffer fish, a freshwater fish found in northern Mexico, can lead to a dangerous levels of gas. The puffer fish feeds on algae, and it can inadvertently eat the gas bubbles that algae produce in warm temperatures. The air inflates the fish intestines and distends its belly, messing with its equilibrium and making it difficult to swim. I've had that problem. <laughs> Even if you try to, to even when it tries to bury itself in sediment <laughs> at the bottom of a pool, as bolfer, as bolson pufferfish uh, are wont to do. Ugh, who worded this thing? The air causes the fish to rise to the surface, where it risks being eaten by birds. If fish don't, um, by birds. If the fish doesn't fart, it's likely to die, <laughs> either from. Um, Pre-digestion or become or because it's an intent. If the fish doesn't fart, it will likely die either from pre-digestion or because its intestines rupture under the pressure of its trapped gas. I'm laughing at both the article and your mental breakdown. <laughs> Caleb's lost it. Manatees. Now to manatees. Farting pufferfish. Now to manatees. The world's giant hippo that's not a hippo. The bolson pufferfish isn't the only animal that needs healthy farts to maneuver underwater. <laughs> I need some wholesome farts. Wait, that's not in the words. Buoyancy is, a vital, is vital for swimming manatees. They rely <laughs> on digestive gases to keep them afloat. <laughs> so they just eat some... Dive, dive, dive. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Wally with the fire extinguisher. Uh, yeah, kinda. except your butt. Except your butt. Uh. I mean, no, it's like a hot air balloon, but in reverse. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, swimming—they rely on just to get to float. The West Indian mantatee. I didn't know there was a West Indian mantatee. Manatee. Manatee. Mantatee. <laughs> manatee. Manatee. Has pouches in its intestines <laughs> where it can store farty gases. I've never uh, heard that word before. <laughs> uh, you got some farty gases over there. That's redundant, isn't it? I think it is. <laughs> when they have a lot of gas stored up, wouldn't that be they're gassy gases? <laughs> they're naturally more buoyant, obviously. Yes, because gas, you know, is buoyant. Floating to the surface of the water. When they fart out the gas, they sink. <laughs> Unfortunately, that means that a manatee's ability to fart is vital to its well-being. When a manatee is constipated and can't pass gas oh, properly. Oh, no. They can die. They can lose the ability to swim properly and end up floating around with its tail <laughs> above its head. <laughs> That's... Wait, can, then it, does it drown? I think it does. I shouldn't laugh at that. It's terrible. I think... <laughs> I mean, I have been constipated, I think, twice in my entire life. And it's not an enjoyable experience. I don't know if I've ever really been truly constipated. But I'm glad I can't die from it. Yeah. You actually can, but... You, for, like, a really long time. Not yeah, like and a they, there's days. things they can do to keep that from happening. They just give you that that gross stuff, and then, you, you know, you can't keep anything in. Termites... 
Termite farts are a significant source of global emissions. <gasps> Kill all termites, save the world. Save the world. They're not as bad as cars or cows, but termite farts, termites fart a lot. Because they are so numerous, the results in a lot of methane. <laughs> See, the thing is, it's so, not quantity. It's, it's not the quality of the fart. It's so, the quantity of the so fart. So what we need Gosh, to do... dang it, we're talking about farts. What we need to do is uh, get a car that runs on... Termite farts? Termite farts. <laughs> so you have a termite farm inside your car. Imagine if it breaks. Oh, that would be disturbing. And you get in a wreck, <laughs> just and it's driving. just like... Termite! <laughs> you get in a wreck. There's term- no, no. We got another termite car on the highway. Well, because the only thing you got to do is just you just shove logs in the back of your car. Yeah, that's true. So it would be technically a wood-driven car. All right. Ferrets are surprised by their own farts. Ferrets are cute and smelly. Ferrets are quite the fart machines. They <laughs> <laughs> not only let them rip while pooping. Which they do well, every normal. few hours on normal day, but they get particularly gassy when they're stressed. They have pungent smells funny. that are often news to their creators. Whoa. <laughs> what Whoa. was that? What is that smell? Oh, no. <laughs> According to the book, owners often report a confused look on their pet's face <laughs> and the direction of their backside <laughs> after they audibly pass gas. And you don't want your ferret to get really scared. Their fear response involves screaming, puffed up, and simultaneously farting and pooping. (laughs) (sighs) We're very sorry. I'm sorry. My wife got me into this. We are 12. We're 12. We're 12 years old. A bearded lacewing farts can be deadly. What is a bearded lacewing? I have no idea. It's just a cartoon character sitting on an ant doing things. <laughs> that makes it sound worse than it is. It is. It's just, he's, he's, he's giving the ant beef stew. Basically. A winged insect known as the oh bearded lace wing carries a powerful weapon within its butt. <laughs> this one, is so stupid. I love it. One of the very few genuinely fatal farts <laughs> known to science. If you believe in God or if you believe in... Evolution. evolution it's still funny no matter which one because first you have to be like either god created this perfectly yes to fart, or what shall be your weapon of choice <laughs> yes <laughs> or evolution is so weird <laughs> it's like all right so we have a bunch of amoebas crawling out of the water what part of this what shall what be my defense? Dr- the dragon... The what? Why is this thing... What? This thing farts for defense? Anyways. I mean, technically, if you do this in public, um, it is a good defense mechanism. If you just poop your pants, people don't want to rob you anymore. <laughs> Think about it. If someone's trying to mug you... Actually, no, they'll probably stab you and call you a little, a little B-word because, you know, you pooped your pants. Unless you, unless you angrily poop your pants... You just had Taco Bell. Someone's trying to get the wallet out of your back pocket. You just crap your pants. Well, that's why they always tell you to throw the wallet. Yeah, true. And also uh, carry a minimum of $20 cash. Actually, no, like a minimum of $100 cash. Otherwise, you'll get stabbed. 
They'll get mad at you and stab you if you have less than $100. That was in the air. I don't know if it's true. Hmm, I don't know if that's true. Question. Yes. Can you pee on them? Would that make them go away? If you pee your pants, it it shows that you're scared. I didn't say that. But if you whip out your winky (laughs) and pee all over them, they might cut your pee-pee off. (laughs) I don't think I would want to go near somebody urinating at me, you know? I don't. I don't think I'd want the money that badly. You wouldn't, but you're not on crack. That's true. Where were we? How did we get on this topic? (laughs) Evolution or God's creation. Okay. (laughs) Both of them don't make sense for this. As a hunting strategy. As a hunting strategy. Lomenia Lomenia lantipenis. (laughs) Penis. Penis. P-E-N-N-S. I yes. Sorry, everybody. I'm I'm really sorry about this. Larva releases a potent fart containing the chemical alimony. Alimony? No. Uh, uh, anyways, continue. Alimony. He releases alimony. Oh no, no. Paralyzes and killing Amo- kills the ammonia? termite prey. So one gas after another, I oh guess. Oh my gosh. Anyways, so stupid. I love it. It's another so interesting fact: not all animals fart. I would assume so because not all animals sweat. Octopus, so, octopi—they do not flatuate, but they do have ink pouches that they can release. Yeah, uh, sea creatures like soft-shell clams and things like that—they don't have butts. Sloths do not fart. I think they do fart. They just fart so slowly that <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> who, who would? Okay, first off, there's somebody out there that has been measuring. And observing, here's gassing animals. Scientists. There's a scientist. There's scientists. He went to eight years of college. Yes, probably. And they're like, "All right, Jerry. So your assignment. Thanks for coming on and being being part of the team here. Um, to see a sloth's (laughs) fart. So today, well, it was like it was like the story." I did a while ago about the love triangle of those geese. Yes. It was like, who has enough time to sit around and listen or watch these geese and know all about what's going on? Somebody is being paid to do this. Or they made it up. Well, they could have. That is a possibility. But it's actually there's actually a book. Does it fart? Does it fart? Oh, my gosh. The Definitive Field Guide to Animal Flatulence. And... uh yeah. Also, fun fact: the world, the word thumbnail is a reference to the human thumbnail, <laughs> and alludes to the small size of an image or picture compatible, comparable to the size of the human thumbnail. So you were right. That's a teeny tiny little picture. Anyways, uh, well, I feel very informed, Caleb. Don't I? Yes. I feel very informed about flatulence and getting shot in the head with a pole. Yeah. With a railroad thumper. <laughs> and, you know, going up 30,000 feet when you're wearing a t-shirt and Here, jeans. here's a pulse. Thump this dynamite into this hole. <laughs> it's the 1920s. People were really <laughs> smart back then. OSHA. <laughs> OSHA just... Here, here's the problem. Here's the reason. OSHA is a really good thing. Yes, uh, Because uh, they keep you from getting <laughs> poles like, lodged through your face. Like but... <laughs> Also, they overstep their bounds by saying you need to have three points of contact on a stepladder. Yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> Thunk. Does leaning count? 
Yeah, your knees. Actually, it's my nose. What was that? My nose. For what? Going up the ladder. <laughs> Point of contact. I was talking about the step ladder. Oh. So it only goes up to your knees. How does that work? Oh, you just keep your hands on. You keep one hand on while you're drilling stuff. Like, oh, I guess like a, I was thinking, sorry, I was thinking of like a step stool where it's got like two steps. Yeah, that too. Three points of contact. Anyways. Maybe with the wall. Thanks so much for joining us on this flatulent ridden uh, drive. Drive? I blame my wife. Not really. <laughs> it's bound to happen. There's gas. Later. Gas is a part of life. It is. and uh, We breathe gas. We Believe it gas. or not, um, uh, what's worse, dog farts or cat farts? I don't know because I hate animals. Mm, I don't hate <laughs> that, that came out of my mouth way too fast. <laughs> You've been training yourself. Um, I don't know because I hate animals. <laughs> I love animals. I do not like them in my house. I'll put it that way. I'm the same way. I love animals. I love petting animals. I like kitties. I like dogs. I don't want to own them. Like my sister has a, a wonderful dog. Absolutely super love this nice dog. dog. I love that dog. But he's Annoying. his hair. It yeah. goes everywhere. And I'm going. Nope, not for me. Not for me. Not for me. <coughs> Anyways, thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram to see what's going on. Yes. Uh, I try to post uh, weekly or biweekly, uh, but I don't always. You can check us out on YouTube. Subscribe, like, and share, and comment. Say something mean to me. Say something mean about my hair. Mm-hmm. And if you give us a five-star review on iTunes, I'll give you. I'll PayPal you a dollar. So send me some proof of that, and I'll PayPal you a whole dollar. There we go. Make a dollar free of charge. Yeah, it's just it's just a it's just a review, five star review. If you do five star review, you do one star review. I'm not gonna. I'll PayPal you fifty cents if you do one star review. There you go. You make money either way. Exactly. So be sure to check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean, uh, whatever your listening choice is. So thanks so much for joining us, and have a wonderful morning, noon, or night. See you. <laughs>